0: Hi, this is Blaze, creator, producer, and host of the How I Learn series, and welcome to another edition of the How I Learn series podcast. This is a fantastic story by Isaac Oliver, who is an award-winning playwright and poet and performer. This story was recorded in June of 2012 at a stunningly packed show, the theme of which was How I Learned, It's Complicated. Enjoy.
1: Like many of you, I have met my fair share of characters through Match.com. There was the filmmaker who showed me his incomprehensible short film, and when I asked a thematic question, said, hmm, it sounds like you just didn't get it. There was the guy who, with hipster flourish, pronounced guacamole, guacamole, when he ordered it. There was the theater director who, after dinner, took me to Gracie Mansion, handed me a copy of Lorca's Sonnets of Dark Love, instructed me to read softly, and, as I did, gently tossed seashells from a Ziploc bag one by one into the East River. It was Lorca's birthday, you see, so. And then there was the hockey player. Yes, a real, live hockey player. After several chats online and on the phone, during which I grew impossibly excited by his deep voice, his thick Brooklyn accent, and his total ignorance of the fine arts, we agreed to meet in... (laughs) We agreed to meet in my neighborhood for dinner. I knew that in the off chance a queenie nerd and a retired minor league hockey player didn't have much to talk about, there'd be the language all men speak, the filthy brogue of our dangling need. He arrived at the restaurant even better looking than in his pictures but wearing an extra extra large Islanders jersey. I reached out for his hand, but he scooped me into a bear hug and said, none of that handshake stuff, nice to fucking meet (laughs) you." I asked him if he was hungry and he said, nah, I ate already. But we were going to have dinner, I said. (laughs) Well, I'm still gonna be drinking, he replied. When we sat down in the restaurant, he blew out the candle on our table. Fucking dangerous. When the waitress came to take our order, he said to her, I went to the doctor today. It's not looking good. Oh no, she said. Yeah, he continued. He's got me on a special liquid diet. Nothing but beer. Keep coming. She stared at him until he clarified, I'm joking, sweetheart. We made conversation over my turkey burger and his six beers. So you write the lines and people say them? That's awesome. I, it's okay, I allowed, and he insisted, no, don't fucking undersell it. It's awesome. Well, I, I couldn't play ice hockey, I started, and he took a swig from his beer, laughed, and said, I would fucking love to see you play an ice hockey. <laughs> You and your little glasses trying to protect yourself. The waitress came by, he ordered another beer and I got a martini, why not? I liked the way my shoulder still hurt from his bear hug. He told me he'd taken a total of six pucks to the head. Fuck yeah, they hurt, he said. That's vulcanized rubber just attacking your face. I've been knocked out cold, just dead on my back like a hundred times. None of my teeth are real. They made me a new cheek. My head's just been fucking open on the ice. Having finished my martini, I reached forward and touched the scar on his hairline. He leaned into my touch. And that's not even counting the fights, he said. Apparently... In ice hockey, even though everyone's wearing a huge helmet and face gear, it is still entirely possible to give someone the wrong kind of look. (laughs) Which causes everyone else to pile on. He told me, I fucking bit a guy in the eye. He'd been hit in the ear, he said, and was told he'd suffered hearing loss, but he was skeptical. I was not. He had hearing loss. A little later, I asked him, why did you retire? And he answered, I did some shopping and played video games. What did you do? Why did you retire? I repeated with more volume. Too many surgeries, he said. I'm strung up like fucking Pinocchio here. Then he smiled a little. Ah fuck, sorry to be going on about this. I know it's not all arty or whatever. I asked him if he missed it. He stared at his beer and said, every fucking day. And I swear to God, it looked like he was going to cry. All this beer, he finally said, gotta piss, little boy's room. When he was in the bathroom, the waitress brought me the check. In case you're ready to leave. (laughs) I was looking at it when the hockey player returned to the table. What, don't touch that, what are you, crazy? I got this, I got this, he nearly barked. Oh, you don't have to do that, I said, and he cut me off. I asked you to dinner. Let me fucking buy it for you, I want to. I tried to imagine myself sitting in the stands with the other hockey wives. Enjoying Karen's Rice Krispie treats and getting a group together to go to Josh Groban could see it. So I went to bed with him. Can I just tell you two words? Nordic corn-fed. Soft, white blonde hair everywhere, pale skin and muscles inherited from the pillaging rapist generations that came before him. My sheet smelled like pale ale when he left. A few days later he called me. What are you up to, buddy? Oh, I'm at work, where are you? Oh, I'm just driving into the city, coming in through the tunnel. I'm about to go tie one off before I go to this stupid dinner. <laughs> what, what dinner? Just some friends I went to fucking high school with. What the fuck is with this woman's haircut? <laughs> hey, hey lady! <laughs> Billie Jean King called. She wants a fucking hair back. <laughs> Ooh, she did not like that very much. She just gave me the double bird. <laughs> so anyway, what you been up to? I paused. I'm sorry, I said, did you just shout that at some woman on the street? (laughs) Yeah, he said. She had a fucking ugly mullet. (laughs) That wasn't very nice of you, I said. Yeah, what can I say?
0: (laughs) Fuck.
1: I don't wanna go to this dinner, that's why I'm drinking tonight. What time do you get out of work? I told him I got out at seven. Oh, I was gonna ask if you wanted to get a drink. Well, maybe another night, I said, you could come over or something. Yeah, we'll see what the beer tells me to do, he said. (laughs) Then I heard him say, what the fuck is this guy doing? (laughs) Use your fucking turn signal, asshole! (laughs) God, I hate driving in New York, he said, returning to me. One of these days I'm just gonna ram into a bunch of cars. (laughs) My accent is going all over the place, I apologize. (laughs) Please don't do that, I said. Uh, Sometimes I feel like it, he said. I, I, I know, but that won't make you feel any better, I said. Ah, you're always so sweet, he said. Let me call you later after this fucking dinner and I've had a few drinks. Later that night in my bed, I asked him, So, how was dinner with your friends? <laughs> 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 fucking awful, he said. They didn't like how much I was drinking, they didn't like that I smoked. Well, maybe they were just concerned for you, I said. I said to them, he said, if any of you have a problem with me, get up from this table and take it outside. Oh my god, I said. (laughs) Yeah, and none of them fucking stood up. None of them, he said. Well, I don't think they wanted to fight you, I said. (laughs) And you know what that makes them, he said? A bunch of pussies but they're your friends, I said. Leaning in to kiss me, he whispered, fuck them. They're pussies. Even though he continued to contact me, I never saw the hockey player again. After a while, he moved to Maryland and became a state trooper. He lasted a week on the job. I know this because he called me drunk and told me that he'd been fired and was being sued by, well, by Maryland. You see, the only thing worse than a hockey player with an aggression problem is a state trooper with an aggression problem. The facts were these. He pulled a man over for speeding. The man was belligerent, and after a heated exchange with my hockey player, took a swing at him. The hockey player took him down, choked him on the side of the highway, and crushed his windpipe. The guy was sent to the hospital. The hockey player was fired, taken to court, and ordered to go to therapy. His therapist was alarmed by his aggression problem. Apparently it's one for the books. He was sent to specialists and finally diagnosed with Hutchinson's disease. Hutchinson's is a degenerative brain disease and according to the drunk, sobbing hockey player on the other end of the phone call, he had two years to live. It's been suggested to me that this could all be untrue, but I don't know. He continued to call me maybe once every couple months or so, always late at night, always drunk, Sometimes with a lot to say, and sometimes with nothing. He'd just ask me about my day, tell me to just talk, and I'd hear him breathing with effort. And this carried on over the better part of a year until it all stopped. Thank you.
0: For more information about upcoming How I Learn shows and for more podcasts, Visit www.howilearnseries.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast via iTunes. And that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the How I Learn Series podcast.